well-respected dignitaries to the final episode of season one of Rosé Till Christmas Day, a podcast where we sit back, pop open a bottle, and discuss cheesy holiday movies. I'm Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? I'm Emma, and I'm joined by my loquacious, bodacious host, Abby. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Abby, how was your Christmas? It was very nice. Uh, Yeah? It was very relaxing and lovely. Um, uh, I do two Christmases, one with partner in the pod, Chris, and his family, and then we do it with my family. very lovely because my parents also got to come over for a bit for uh, Chris's family Christmas. So that was very nice. Aww. Um, we... How was your Christmas? My Christmas was very relaxing as well. Um, I got to stay with like my oldest sister and like her whole thing is just like keeping it chill, keeping it low-key. Yeah. And that was very much the spirit of the week that I was there. It was it was really important to me to get home for this Christmas. Um, because it's kind of going to be our last Christmas, like, as our family knows it, really. Um, my sister's about oh, to have a baby dun, dun, dun. next month. So next Christmas is going to be all about baby. I don't even know if she's going to be, like, at our family home next year. So, like, it was really important that we, like, got together for this final Christmas. And we did, and we did, like, our big, usual Christmas Eve celebration of sitting... And watching A Christmas Carol, but, like, doing, like, kind Mm -hmm. of a Rocky Horror commentary thing. Where we go about it. And, like, that is part of how we watch A Christmas Carol on New Year's. Not New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Um, So, and there was some, there was some good, good, good comments this year. So, I, my heart was very full. What were you doing New Year's Eve, Abby? Um, we hosted New Year's Eve, um, because we moved recently into our own townhouse, and, like, all of a sudden, now we just want to host everything, and then (laughs) we're having, we're having a housewarming party at the end of January, and, like, as I was cleaning up from the New Year's Eve, I was like, I don't want to host anything ever again. (laughs) This is very, very exhausting. Um, but we hosted and we had a bunch of our friends come over and it was very chill. We played games and we drank a lot and we ate a ton of food. It was lovely. What did you do? That sounds perfect. Um, I always keep my Christmas, I usually keep my New Year's Eve pretty low key. I mean, part of like wanting to have my Christmases off is that I have to work my New Year's. So I had no plans whatsoever. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. so I stayed in. I got to actually play Mario Kart with you for a little bit, and that was, like, That's right, we did! Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the highlight you, of my and Danny. Eve. Yeah, our friend Danny. Um. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. I love playing with them. Do you want to play them. Mario Kart again soon? We need to do that. We need to, like, arrange Mario Kart dates. And, yeah, because I've been playing like, Mario Kart call it on Twitter, because I feel like the more people there are the the better it is so yeah and abby will get better eventually (laughs) (laughs) i still got my butt whooped by danny it's fine (laughs) (laughs) um and then other than that i like stayed in i ordered pizza and i watched into the spider verse and it was like quarter of the way through the movie when my high hit so that got really interesting really quick (laughs) (laughs) dude i want to watch that movie high which i can openly say now that pot is legal in illinois as of yesterday (laughs) well i learned a very important lesson which is not to do oral pot when your stomach is already full because it will delay onset by a significant amount um shit yeah, that's why it was like, it was like 10.30 at night, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is too much, too soon. <laughs> anyway, so that was my New Year's Eve, and for like a low-key New Year's Eve by myself, I don't think it was the worst I've had, so. That sounds lovely, though. Yeah, it was. It was so good. What are we drinking tonight? 
Um, in keeping with my, I don't think I'm ever going to drink rosé on this pod. <laughs> drinking a shock top. Oh. Yeah. I've seen those a co- sometimes, but not all the time. Yeah. It's a, it's a Belgian white. <laughs> when I was in Calgary, me and my sister and her husband all went out for Japanese food one night. And... They had these flights of sake where you could try, like, three different types of sake. And I had this rose ume sake, which was delightful. And then I looked it up on the website of the fancy liquor store that happens to be close to me. And now I am drinking more of that because it is delightful. Wait, you said it was rose ube sake? Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. It's sugary without being syrupy. Those are all flavors that I like. <laughs> I like a rose flavor. I love ube. And, you know, fuck, fuck me up with sake. Uh, it's pretty fucking amazing. So I bought myself two bottles of... Good for you. Sake, which was not cheap. <laughs> and... For no. what you get, it's not cheap. So, um, but I was like, it's the holidays. Glad you're it. sharing this with yeah. me. <laughs> yes. I, While which, I drink I would ac- cheap beer. I would actually share this with you if you were here. So, <gasps> Abby, you need to put pressure on Abby to come visit me what? in Edmonton. So, this is love. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of being gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great transition. <laughs> Thank you. What did we watch this week, Emma? We watched Carol. <laughs> the gayest. It was the gayest holiday movie I could think of. Which holiday movie? Is it a holiday movie? I would classify it as a holiday movie. I I would. It's kind of like Die Hard in that, like, yes. It's a holiday movie just because it takes place during Christmas. Yeah, but it's it, it the holidays are inconsequential to its plot. I would say right, like this could set, take place in the summertime and it would still be gay. Yeah, and amazing. Although mm, the wardrobe would be slightly different, I cannot say if it for better or for worse. True, 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 true. Because those hats. Oh no, and those like coats it, it fits. Are pretty it fucking fits amazing. so well within christmas yeah it does i think just kind of the whole gloomy mood of winter just like really helps set the tone Mm. for this film (laughs) for for the gloomy mood of being gay (laughs) being gay in the 50s was hard okay i yes i am aware i was there no i'm just kidding (laughs) that explains a lot (laughs) wait what um, so Carol starts Kate Blanchett as Carol Aird, Rooney Mara as Therese Bilibet, Sarah Paulson as Abby Gerhard, Jake Lacey as Richard Simcoe, and I only bring up Jake Lacey because he's, like, pretty irrelevant otherwise, but I bring him up because he was also in a cheesy Netflix film called A Christmas Inheritance, and he's the love interest in that film. Oh. So we are going to have to visit that next year, I think. Yeah. And then Kyle Chandler as Harge aired. Um, it was written by Phyllis Nagy? Nagy? Sure. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. And it is based on Patricia Highsmith's 1952 semi-autobiographical and romantic novel, The Price of Salt. Have you ever read that? No. Out of curiosity, no? And it is directed by wah wah Todd Haynes. <laughs> Men. Men. Carol. What happens in Carol, Miss Abby? So so much happens in Carol. So much happens in Carol. So we open in Christmas, nineteen fifty-two. Yep. It's so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> They're and literally making the Yuletide gay, you guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a uh, Therese. Am I saying that right? Therese. Therese. Oh, fucking French people. It's prettier Therese. when it, Therese is much prettier than Therese. 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 
are you making fun of my Chicagoan accent? Here? No, I'm making fun of Anglo accents. I would call it Therese instead of Therese. Ah, oh, fucking French people. Just give <laughs> Therese up like Berivet. Therese. Therese. Is working in a department store in Manhattan. Ooh. Ooh. Um, this is kind of like a side, this is like her main job for her side job of being a photographer. So we have a little continuity in our first film that we watched. Oh! The last film that we watched. It all comes full circle and is much more yes. gay. <laughs> yeah. Like I was gonna say, let's try and relate this to every film we've watched. Oh, that is great! <laughs> I am down for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so while Therese is working, she meets Carol, who is looking for a doll for her daughter. And uh, but Therese is like, no, get her a train instead. Mm-hmm. That's more gay <laughs> to have trains. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carol says to Therese, what doll did you like as, when you were a little girl? And Therese is like, I didn't like dolls. And I'm like, yeah, the signs were there, sweetie. <laughs> Not that you have to be gay to dislike dolls. Um, but right. she was like, I wanted a train set. And then she points out the train set that they just got in. And Carol's like, okay, I will get the train set. Because you seem to be really into this train set. And I seem to be very into you. <laughs> but uh carol leaves her gloves on the counter she left her glove oh my which means therese needs to mail them to her and (gasps) and she so she goes to the whoever deals with sending people their purchases and he asks she asks for the receipt so she could get carol's address and send it back to him. So all the while this is happening, we meet the beard, also known <laughs> as Richard Sunko. And Richard is super into Therese, except he calls her Terry. Which, yeah. again, like, you know, you have Kate Blanchett calling you Therese, and then you've got Jake Lacey saying, Terry, hey, Terry, come on, Terry. Hey, Terry. Terry. Terry, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. And uh, he really wants to go to Europe with this abroad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Therese just super isn't committing to this because as much as she likes she's him, gay. she's too gay to really want to hop on his dick on in Europe. <laughs> gay. Gay. <laughs> and, so, okay, question. Yeah. Would you hop on some dick? To just go to a, go to France. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's gotta look like Oscar Isaac's dick. Uh... Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's you fair. know. Okay, fair, you know what? You wanna? <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. My first kiss was when I was in Paris with a guy. What the fuck, you bitch? Yeah, it was you not romantic at all. Oh. We were just, we were literally just like. Bang, not banging. <laughs> we were not banging in a club. Um, <laughs> we were just like dancing in a club and like it just happened because I was like, I might as well just get this over with because that's sort of the energy you want to bring into your first kiss. Um, anyway, so. Love that. Love that. And <laughs> apparently I'm just not above it, but I was super deep in the closet at the time. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But Therese gets uh, an invite from their friend, Danny, uh, to introduce her to a photo editor. So she can have her big dreams of being a photographer. Uh, Carol is getting a divorce with her husband with the dumbest name, Harge. Like, even when I found out his full name, I'm like, this is a dumb name. Even for, like early 20th century America. This is a dumb name. Sounds like it's a, it reminds me of Marge from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, it just Marge. He just uh, you just want to punch a guy in the face if his name is Harge, you know? Like mm-hmm. there's there's nothing sexy about a guy named Harge. 
He makes a good beard, though, so... You know what? For a beard, because he couldn't be no self-respecting gay man is named Harge, so obviously he has to be straight. Yeah. Um. She's getting a divorce. Um. When she finds out that Therese, um, sent her glove back to her, she's very impressed, and she's like, "I simply have to take you out for lunch because she's rich and she's an East Coast rich." So mm-hmm. she has to repay this. It's just polite. You know, that's how she was raised. Do you think she's old money or new money? Oh, old money. Yeah, she's old, old money. money. Yeah. She calls her Therese. So Therese agrees and they go out and, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the mainstays of, like, queer films, especially for queer films with women, I have not actually seen a ton of queer films with men to make this statement, but with queer films with women, eye-fucking is, like, oh the God. way you express interest. Um, uh-huh. And Kate Blanchett does nothing but eye-fuck Murray Mara the entire time <laughs> they are Seriously? Together. Oh my god. <laughs> Kate Blanchett can I fuck me. Oh my god. Seriously. Especially <laughs> if she looks like Hella. Oh my god. You know what? She can just do that no matter how she looks. Kate Blanchett is the, just you're right. on Kate another Blanchett, fucking call level. Me. Call me. And I forget what happens after the lunch date. Um, Carol. No, before the lunch date, we meet Abby. Who is oh, Carol's like BFF and seems to be her lesbian confidant, and she's like, "It's nothing. I just want to like thank her for bringing back my glove. No big deal. Why are you looking at me like that? Oh my god, <laughs> snap it." We find I'm out later that girl. Carol and Abby used to bang. I wish I was that Abby. <laughs> We're literally talking about Kate Blanchett and Sarah Paulson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, Carol takes Therese to her home in New Jersey because of fucking course she lives in New Jersey (laughs) everything's legal in New Jersey Um, and they stop so that Carol can purchase a Christmas tree (laughs) and this is when Therese takes a lot of pictures of her and then Carol notices and she looks right right at Therese and just starts like posing the fuck. I fucking her. And it's just like, holy shit, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Therese didn't stand a fucking chance. (laughs) So they go home. Um, Therese starts playing a few cute things on the piano and Carol Mm -hmm. puts her hands on Therese's shoulders and it's kind of a charged moment. It's so (sighs) hot. And then Harge comes by to meet. And he's not dealing well with the fact that Carol wants a divorce. And there's some words, and Carol's all embarrassed. And after Therese goes home, Carol's like, oh my god, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so embarrassed that you had to see that. And, like, Therese is like, I have questions. And Carol's like, ask me. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> desperate to open up to Therese. It's, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot. But then Carol apologizes later and they meet at Therese's apartment. And Carol, gives- Carol the ever lesbian that she is, moves super fast <laughs> and buys her a fucking camera and film. <laughs> Like, a lot of film. It's a lot of film. They've known each other for, like, two days. <laughs> this is a big lesbian energy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Harge is being a homo- or a heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in their divorce settlement is trying to get it so that Carol uh, has a morality clause against her, mm-hmm. which would then expose her being gay, and then he would get full custody of their child. Because he's a heterosexual. It, and she basically spells it out. It's like, if he can't have me, then I don't get Rindy. And she's pissed. Like, she mm-hmm. is just... Not having it. Not having no. it. So... Nope. Yeah. So they decide to take a gay road trip together. 
basically. It's made... Out of nowhere. Well, no, they basically... Harge makes it clear that Rindy is going to be coming with him for the holidays, and Carol is kind of left on her own. She kind of mentioned that she's going to do it, but now she's like, I'm going to bring Therese with me, because why the fuck not? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm fucking gay, I'm a lesbian, and we're going to move super fast. It's a wonder we're not already married. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, uh... They start... Oh, uh, Richard and Therese break up. Yeah. Because Therese just isn't into Richard as she is to Carol. And he's, like, getting mad that she's, like, into Carol. And I'm like, Richard, you've met Carol. Because they meet at one <laughs> point. I'm like, uh-huh. she's a fucking goddess. Like, you're not at least a little bit, like, understanding of what is happening here. You're not telling me you wouldn't fall under Kate Blanchett's spell. Like, are, excuse right. me. Excuse me. Like, just be Kate a little Blanchett. kinder. Like, she, Therese is, like, completely at the mercy of Carol. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Who among us? Who among us would not fall for that? Anyway. <laughs> So they go on their road trip, and it's beautiful, and I love it. But uh, at one point, Therese meets this traveling salesman named Tommy Tucker. (laughs) And no one is, like, batting an eyelash with the fact that his name is Tommy fucking Tucker. Like, that doesn't spell out some shady shit. (laughs) Uh, It was the 50s. People just had stupid names then, let's be real. Bad guys in the 50s always have alliteration names. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a really cute scene, though, just before that, where mm-hmm. she's, like, trying to take a picture of Carol, and Carol's like, no, stop, and she looks like Kate fucking Blanchett, and she's just, like, perfect and glamorous, and, mm. ugh, Kate Blanchett, <laughs> Come on. Kate Blanchett and she's perfect. You're a literal goddess. You literally cannot look bad. Stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop it. (laughs) (sighs) Oh boy. (laughs) Uh, Well, they meet him and he's like, he's just trying to present himself as like, a local yokel who just happens to be running into them. He just happens to be very intently listening to their plans to get to Chicago by a certain time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. nothing of it. And during this t- point, um, Carol is in the shower and she needs mm-hmm. Therese to get her a sweater. And while Therese is getting her a sweater, she notices a gun. And it's very dramatic. And then she goes bum, bum. to give Carol the sweater, and Carol is just fresh out of the shower, and her robe is kind of open, and she's kind of looking amazing. Mm-hmm. And they don't fuck then and there. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Therese is like, I want you to be open with me. If something's freaking you out, you need to let me know. And she's like, there's nothing. I have nothing to be afraid of. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we talk about how Therese takes pictures of Carol while she's sleeping? It's a little creepy, Therese. I get it. I get it. She looks amazing, but it's a little creepy. Mm -hmm. You should ask permission. Although, given how, like, perfectly she's laying, maybe she did ask permission, and Carol is, like, wide awake during the (laughs) entire thing. Uh, But Therese accidentally fucks up and tells Tommy Tucker... Who was very much so not a problem, like just a normal guy named Tommy Tucker, uh, that they're going to Chicago. And he's like, oh, mood? Me too. So they get to Chicago. Stuff happens. They go on more dates. Stuff happens. And they do go on more dates. And then it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. And they're, um,. Oh, and there's, I'm sorry, let's backtrack a little bit. During the oh, road okay. trip, there's, like, this moment where, like, they finally start sharing a room because, well, if the, mm-hmm. right, if the rate is attractive, we, we would mm-hmm. be stupid not to take it. <laughs> Carol's like, you're right. And then they have, like, this really, it's, like, straight out of Haley Kiyoko's Girls Like Girls where they both mm-hmm. try on perfume and then they kind of sniff each other and it's, like, both, like, a bonding experience and kind of a sexy experience, too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and uh, so they do that, and then we get to New Year's Eve, 
and they both talk about how they both have pretty shitty New Year's Eve because, mm-hmm. you know, Harge always had to leave Carol at home because he had some business function, and Rindy just, not Rindy, Therese just always spent Christmas Eve by herself, which is a move. Mm-hmm. No, then the countdown happens, oh, and right. as New Year's Eve hits, the keys. The keys. And it's great. Sha-la-la-la-la-la, my oh my. <laughs> and then Carol undoes her robe. Mm. And <laughs> then they move to the bed and sexy times happen. And Carol makes a so very good weird. sexy times. Carol makes a really weird fucking comment. <laughs> my angel flung out of space. Not angel flung out of space. She's like. I never look like that. And I'm like, what the fuck, Carol? Oh, you yeah, are yeah, trying yeah. to go down on this woman. This is a this, it's a bit of a mood killer to learn that you're still, <laughs> that your perfect body is somehow inferior to Teresa's youthful body. No, mm-hmm. you look like Kate fucking Blanchett. Of course, you never looked like that. You were better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. they have sexy times and it's very sexy. And... Then the next morning, they wake up. They're in a great fucking mood. They just had sex. They are being lesbians. They don't give a shit. And then they I thought f- they were American. <laughs> <laughs> and then, just as Carol is signing out, she finds out she has a telegram, and it's like, oh, okay. And then she gets very distressed after this telegram. She goes to the trunk, she grabs her pistol, and she goes to another room. And when they enter that room, we find... Who do we find, Abby? (gasps) Tommy Tucker! Tommy fucking Tucker has had... Just listened in on all their fucking the entire time. I mean, I'm sure those walls are thin, but goddamn, Tommy Tucker, you perv. And he's obtained it all as evidence against Carol in her custody battle against Harge, and they are well and truly fucked in mm-hmm. every sense of the word. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive around for a bit, they hit up a hotel, Carol has to call Abby, and Therese is a little distant, but then she goes to Carol again, and they sleep together again. And then the next morning, Carol is gone, and Abby's in her place. so carol had to uh went right back to new york uh because she had to get back to harge and be like i'm not a homosexual please stop let me have my child yeah, and we find and we learn a little bit more about Carol and Abby's past from Abby, and mm-hmm. Teresa's like, "Oh, you must hate me." Like Abby's like, "What the fuck? I'm literally like driving you back to New York. Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> like I care about you because I care yeah. about Carol. Shut up, okay? <laughs> yep. And yep. we basically find out that Carol has to break it off with Teresa, or she will lose risk, lose her daughter, basically. And it's horrible, and Therese's like, fuck, this sucks. But they both know there's nothing that can really be done about it, so, yeah. So, it's a few weeks later, Therese is, uh, Therese runs into a friend, and he gives her, or he tells her that there's an, uh, uh, opening in the photojournalist department of the New York Times. What Oh. Everything's looking up to Rez. Yeah. Um, and Carol is still living with Harge. And she is now seeing a psychotherapist because she's gay. She's gay. And she kind of, to convince, she has to basically lie and say, I am super not a homosexual anymore. Yep. I would like to have my child, please. I am not a homosexual. Definitely not. And you can see it's tearing her up inside, but all the adults who have all the money are, like, pleased with this turn of events, and Carol yep. does get to You're see cured. Randy again. You're cured. And Carol does get to see Randy again, and you can tell yeah. 
that that is literally all she is doing this for. It is the most alive she has been in the last five minutes of the film. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So, um, we see that the divorce is still going forward. Um, and the, but then, to, like, Carol basically gets to the point where she's like, I cannot do this. And because mm-hmm. her divorce lawyer actually came up with a very compelling reason for her to have mm-hmm. gone with Therese, which was the emotional turmoil of this divorce, just and the actions of Harge, which was basically to take Rindy out of her life, basically pushed Carol into going on this lesbian road trip with Therese. <laughs> and then she's like, oh my god, this sounds stupid. No. And she basically says, I am willing to give up primary custody if I get to live the life that I want to live because I cannot be a shadow of myself for my daughter. That's not fair to her. And she says something really, really poignant, which basically calls into question, like, you know, Hart just painted as such a villain, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, it's like, there was something about this man that she liked enough to marry. And she Mm -hmm. basically points it out to him and says, we're not bad people. If we take this to court, we will be bad to each other. And, like, it's, like, this very, it's actually, like, this one of the most poignant moments of this film where she's, like, please just see me as a human being. I'm willing to give up a lot, but I have to be myself. And it's, like, ugh. Proceedings could get ugly, but we are not ugly people. Yes, exactly. Uh, And, like, he can have primary, but she insists on visitation. No problem. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. That has all worked out. Um, and so, with that, Carol makes contact with Miss Therese. Therese! <laughs> they, uh, have, uh, dinner. Yeah. Or they, or the plan is to have dinner at the Ritz Tower Hotel, because rich people. Um, <laughs> and Carol is very much so, like, oh, Therese, you look divine. I, l- look at you, you're so beautiful. Um... And tells her that she's now living in the city, and... She has a job. um, She has a job and gets to see her daughter, and that, hey, Therese, would you like to move in with me? Because lesbians. And Therese is like... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Therese is like... mm, What? 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 (laughs) And then Therese... You just broke my heart. (laughs) Like, you just, like, dicked me around a little bit. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to commit to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Therese goes off to a party and she realizes and she like sees um, her old beard there and he's in love with someone else except he's not he's like totally doing it to get Therese all riled up because he's super angry with her and he glares at her every time he sees her <laughs> and uh, you know she even strikes up a conversation with another woman who is probably also very gay and she's like damn, this isn't what I want out of life. This sucks. So she goes and meets up with Carol. And it's this very long, slow walk where they're eye-fucking the living daylights out of each other in the middle of this Uh restaurant. (laughs) Uh, And and we know that Therese chooses Carol, and Carol smiles, and that's where we end our film. They actually get to live happily ever after. <laughs> oh my god. Harold! Harold! They're lesbians! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Harold is always code for lesbians. Yeah. Harold, if you ever see one of us shouting Harold over Harold. pictures of like multiple, one, two or multiple women, it's because we think they are all very gay. <laughs> or we Harold. are sincere, sincerely hoping that they're very gay. Harold. So. Harold, they are lesbians. <laughs> if you're confused, uh, many moons ago on Tumblr, uh, <laughs> Somebody posted a text post about how they went and saw Carol in theaters, and there's this older couple sitting in front of them, and at some point in the movie, I think it's like when they're having sex, basically, mm-hmm. uh, the the wife turns to the husband and goes, Harold, they're, they're lesbians. lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> so now Harold is just the response for gay. Yeah. Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Carol. Carol. Oh my god. 
I, I love I love how like we're just we we lost our fucking minds talking about this movie. <laughs> I think this is my favorite episode so far. I know me too. This is like it's, so, whole... it's like it's so gay that our minds just broke <laughs> and we lost the ability to talk about it. <laughs> our whole steez is cheesy Christmas movies, and we fucking decide to watch an Oscar bait movie. <laughs> Because it was the only gay Chris Holiday movie I could think of. And also it's Carol. Because, like, why wouldn't you want to watch this? Harold. Harold. <laughs> so, Emma, uh, if you had to pick an unbelievable suspension of disbelief, what would it be? No, no, I think I already talked about it. That Richard wouldn't understand at least a little bit why Carol is so intoxicating oh. for <laughs> Therese. Like, 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 dude, you've seen her. I understand that lesbians aren't really a thing right now, but have you seen this woman? (laughs) I think mine is that they didn't move in together the second time they saw it. (laughs) You know, things did move really fast, everything considered. Yes, you're very right. (laughs) So what were some of your lowlights? My lowlights? Um, I didn't know. That the movie ended. (laughs) Um... I didn't notice a single person of color until somebody served Carol some potatoes. And then I think Uh, I saw two other black people after that. And that was about it. uh, I was like, it's an extremely white movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll be my low light, too. Yeah. What was the other low light? uh, The other low light is Carol's fucking comment right before she's about to go down on Tourette. (laughs) It's like, I I never look like that. If I ever doubted that men were involved, that could be, like, direct from the prize of salt. I don't care. Don't say that right before you're about to have sex. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I would never. (laughs) (laughs) So what were your highlights? Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Kate Blanchett is mm. a highlight. Um, literal goddess. Um, Harold. Harold. Um, I like how, like, it was a very, like, in a lot of ways, it's, like, a very reserved movie, but, like, it's, like, they had to be reserved because they were lesbians in the 1950s, and mm-hmm. being loud and brash and open was not going to serve them particularly well because they were lesbians in the 1950s. So I kind of loved that about it, and I love that, like, you know, they had to, like, kind of work up to the spot where they were comfortable banging each other. <laughs> so yeah. they had to go on a road trip. It had to it had to kind of work out that way. And I love I love Sarah Paulson as Lesbian Abby. Oh my god. She is yeah. a delight and she's the outspoken brash lesbian who tells Arch Woo. to get fucked when he comes demanding to see Carol. She's like, "No, fuck you. Go away." And <laughs> I love that and I love how supportive she is. I love that like they used to bang and now they're just like perfectly content still being friends like Because that's what they needed, you know? They couldn't be lovers, and they were better as friends. Chemistry. Fucking there. Holy shit. Fucking mint. So good. So good. And, like, every... The chemistry between everybody was just, like, exactly what it needed to be. Yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, How about sincerity? Um, It's an (laughs) Oscar bait movie. If it wasn't sincere, I'd have serious doubts about its viability as an Oscar movie. Unless it was, like, intentionally supposed to be a comedy. But even then, Oscar bait comedies tend to be quite sincere. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is an incredibly sincere movie. Like, (laughs) Kate Blanchett, like, just begs she's so sincere she's like be with me (laughs) (laughs) fuck me yeah basically what do you think (laughs) i mean harold harold it's obviously sincere yeah Oh my god, this episode is chaos. Um, Chris, um, the next bullet point you just put is gay. It's very gay. It's extremely gay. And it's the it's the seeing like the beards that they're trying to make it with because it's the fifties and like 
them trying to navigate that, but, and, like, the eye-fucking, and, like, the gentle touches, and, oh, it's good. Yeah. And, yeah, it's very gay. What would you consider for its Christmas cheer, Abigail? Um, like I said at the top, this, this movie could take place any time of the year, it just so happens to take place at Christmas, which just kind of adds a little bit of magic to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't consider this a Christmas movie, to be honest with you. No. But I think I watched it once, like, late November, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is now part of my Christmas movie rotation. Although it does, <laughs> honestly, it does work really well for, like, the week after Christmas, when it's, like, between True. Christmas and New Year's, and you... You're not at work yet, so you're just sort of chilling at home. I think this is, like, the perfect movie for that time. Yeah, I it agree. does. It does kind of hit that note very, very well. I, I the time of year when you go see Oscar bait historical romances, you know? It is Oscar bait season. Yeah. Go see Little Women. Mm. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet. Go see Little Women. It's so good. Um, <laughs> and it's quite queer, too. So, like, go see Little Women. Um... <laughs> Are we gonna give this a rose cheer? Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I said, I, why would I we? literally put in the notes? No, beer, it gay. <laughs> it gay. It gay. It, 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 and it good gay. Like there's, I've, that's not to say I wouldn't drown my sorrows in a beer because I've watched some pretty bad gay movies, but um, <laughs> this is a this is a yeah. solid rose cheer. <laughs> this is a solid gay. This is, <laughs> I'd give this ten out of ten heralds. <laughs> I would give this. flannels out of five. Because Rooney Mara could have given it a little bit more. But, you know, Kate Blanchett, so... Yeah, you know. know. Kate Blanchett does a lot of heavy lifting in this movie, and I'm so happy with it. As she does in every movie she's in. Let's be real here. Yeah... Oh, I haven't even told you about what I want from Kate Blanchett in Star Wars yet. <laughs> what? Oh, you want? What do you want from Kate Blanchett? I want her to be a vision in Kenobi, where he has like a conversation with Satine. Oh, you want her to be Satine? Yeah, it'd be perfect. You know what works? Because Satine is also a raging lesbian. <laughs> 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 uh, so everybody's a lesbian in Star Wars unless we say otherwise. Basically, I'm trying to think. Including and not limited to Kylo Ren's hair. Kylo Ren's, it, and it was especially lesbian-esque once he became Ben Solo. I'm just going to say that right now. That is a deep cut sapphic Skywalker joke. Yeah, you should listen to my podcast. We're great. Kylo's hair is a lesbian. Uh, we're very fond of Kylo Ren's hair on Sapphire. <laughs> so, oh, uh, Emma, we're being chaotic, and so to bring the chaos a little bit down into being <laughs> lawful good, like your podcast. Shut up! <laughs> we're not lawful good, even though we love Rise of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about our journey here okay the journey to rosé till christmas day let's let's talk about i want to know what your least favorite film that we watched was we're gonna exclude the star wars holiday special that doesn't count that's a duh we couldn't even fucking make it through it so we didn't like the holiday special i would say my least favorite and you're gonna kill me Mm mm-hmm was a princess switch. Oh, I'm not gonna kill you for that. Yeah. Well, I gotta see, we actually I, talked about it. How much I like hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like I that know, movie. It, it didn't charm me the way the others did. No. So I don't. Hmm. This is hard. I. Because all of this is totally your shit. Yeah. I don't want to say it, but like I didn't. I liked all of these movies. They were all equally dumb. I'm going to say that I I think Let It Snow was my least favorite. What? And I I don't know. It just didn't speak to me. Oh, man. 
it was cute. It was the gayest of like it was the gayest of like the actual. (sighs) That's why I feel bad. But like, I I barely remember what happened in that movie. Um, I mean, I think I'd watch it again, but I don't know if it'd be part of my yearly rotation. Yeah, I mean, we aren't really like with the rest of them. We are definitely the target audience. Yeah. This let it snow. We're not the target audience. We're That's true. We're not teenagers anymore. No, we're not. And like teenagers today are so much cooler than they were when I was a teen. Oh my god. What? Like you guys just get like way better media. You didn't have to live through Twilight. Yeah. You know. <laughs> just and like I liked Twilight when I was a teenager, you, so you like, didn't no have judgment. to have a Mrs. Edward Collins sweatshirt like I did. Yeah, you know, you you didn't tease your hair into ungodly, godly <sighs> ways. You know, teens, you're like pushing for better climate change. You guys are so right. cool. And I would say if I had let it snow when I was a teenager, I probably would have been like mm. obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I do, that's not to say, like, I'm like, I hate this movie. No. Like, I loved that movie. It's just the one that I think I... And there's the irresponsible pig parenting. That's the one thing that sticks out about that movie today. Fucking pig. There's just a lot about that movie I don't remember. (laughs) As opposed to the rest of the movies we watched. Um what was your number one favorite? Um, I'm gonna have to say the holiday calendar. I fucking love that movie. Really? It's it's good. It's really good. Uh-huh. It's got the it's got the right balance of like whimsy, Christmas spirit. Like it, the things that like annoy me about it aren't like super duper annoying. It's just it is exactly what I think a cheesy Christmas movie should be without being terrible. Like it's. It's a it's a good charming holiday movie. I love it. Yeah. I when I watched it I was like filled with like giddy like I was just I was I I was had a really good time when I was watching it. So if I had to go with a made for TV slash streaming, I think I would go with The Night Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um just because that literally hits all of my buttons. Yeah, it's very uh it is very me. Yeah. Um but I also really, truly adored Last Christmas, mm-hmm. and I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I do love that movie. I that was my I'm keen, surprise one. <laughs> I'm keen to watch it again next year, or even like yeah. in the summertime when I need just a little bit of Christmas pick me up. But you know, like yeah. it's it's good. It's a good movie. Um, yeah. And we're, while we're on that note, Carol's fucking amazing. So, but like <laughs> again, I feel like Carol's like the outlier. Is like spider yeah. gay or oh, God, should yeah. not be counted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're fucking full of Tumblr references tonight. <laughs> hey Emma, I like your shoelaces. Thanks, I got them from the president. <laughs> what? Okay, what was the movie that surprised you? Like, oh. I actually like this, and I wasn't expecting to. Uh-huh. Uh, probably the night before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, because I had had, like, again, like, because I hadn't had, like, the best of luck with A Princess Switch, I was like, yeah, okay, another sure. one. And, like, it's, like, on a totally different level from A Princess Switch. It's, it's, yeah. it's it, it does hit, it hits a lot of the same notes that the holiday calendar does for me, so... Um, it's kind of a kooky story that, like, everybody 100% believes in. And so that's why it ended up really working for me. And so I think, I think it surprised me because it was juxtaposed against a movie that I didn't like as much. So. Mm -hmm. I think mine was, well, I'd already seen it, but, uh, The Spirit of Christmas. (laughs) Okay. It's so fucking bad that it's good. <laughs> I I just I mean I can't help but be charmed by it. It's like turn of the century aesthetic, a right? Bit, so you know, right? It hits a lot of my buttons. Yeah, so. yeah. There's there's a few buttons hit there that definitely work for me. So so what now? This is our our season finale. This is it. What come What comes next? Um, 
Well, we haven't made any plans yet. No. <laughs> um, it sounds like we want We have time. We have lots of time. I think the plan is to do another season um, starting November next year. And yes. I'm super pumped to get to it when we do get to it. But for now, we have the rest of the year ahead of us. So if we come up with another podcast idea and we are like game for it, we're just gonna release it. But as of right now, we could now, always do like a Christmas in July special. We could. Ooh, oh, <laughs> Abigail, that's such a good idea. Yeah. Okay, keep that on I the back know, burner. I'm full of them. Okay, <laughs> keep that on the back burner. But uh, in the in the meantime, like if you have some cheesy christmas movies that you want to recommend us we can put them on our list please yes send them to us yeah tweet them at us dm them to us we are all ears i think next year i really want to get some more like hallmark and lifetime yeah like really amp up the cheese the cheese okay if we're doing more of that next year we have to do the one that tia sarkar was in this year yeah i forgot about that oh also i watched um noelle that's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. We have to do that. I loved it. I did like it as I much. I just watched it yesterday. It was super cute. I didn't like it as much as I was hoping to. It disappointed me. Okay, listen. That's <laughs> discourse for next year. <laughs> so we'll be back next year. We won't have a weird break for the Star Wars holiday special. I think we might even be able to put in like two more movies next year. So, yeah. like, don't be afraid to send us your recommendations. Um, if you're into Star Wars, we have Star Wars podcasts, and it we do. doesn't look like they're going to die out anytime soon on our half. So, if you want to listen to my Star Wars podcast, I'm on a podcast called Savage Skywalkers. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at emphasis, it's E-M-F-Y-S underscore Abby, how about you? Uh, if you want to listen to my Star Wars podcast, we are Lousy Beautiful Town. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter is at Abby and Cecilia. Uh, you can follow us, Rosé Till Christmas Day, on Twitter at Rosé Till Xmas Day. Since we upload to the Sapphire Skywalkers and Lousy Beautiful Town feeds, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Podbean if you are a browser and finish the day Christmas box day. <laughs> <laughs>